taking control of your life and business through outsourcing, how to attract your dream client, and most importantly, how to go from average to savage through online marketing. Welcome to episode 38 with the co-founder of My Lifestyle Academy, Nadia Mel. You are listening to Len Jones, Party of Two, where experts and influencers speak honestly and openly about their keys to success. Sponsored by TrueFace.ai, where your face is the key. For more information on TrueFace, please contact your host at ian at trueface.ai. Now, pay close attention, because you're going to learn today. Oh, what up, what up, party people? You already know, it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. But if you don't have the right mindset going into the day, there's a good chance you're not going to get much out of it either. That's where this podcast comes in. When we surround ourselves with people that are in flow and making moves towards their goals, it reminds us that we are capable of getting to where we want to be. This elevation of energy and belief in ourselves lifts us to new levels. And you heard it before, with every level, there's a new devil. The kicker is you need to be consistent. Personal development, it isn't a fashion statement. It's a lifestyle. You need to first plant your mind with seed. And then you just got to go make it rain. And if you're new to the podcast, our mission here is twofold. To educate aspiring entrepreneurs by dissecting the come up stories of incredible humans, by extracting the golden nuggets that you can apply now to better your life. And second, to have all my friends in life that are making moves, to meet my other friends in life that are making moves, to create one giant community of extraordinary people. Now, today's episode is pure magic. I'm stoked to be joined by one of my main inspirations and a huge catalyst behind pushing myself outside my comfort zone to become the person I am today. Let me tell you about the famous Nadia Melton. Nadia is one of the most distinguished home business experts and lifestyle coaches inside the network marketing industry. After spending years building her business using traditional methods, Nadia realized that the cost they had to pay was too high and it was just taking a toll on their family. This led her to explore and develop various online marketing strategies to become a seven-figure income earner while working from home and spending time with her children. Over the past two years, her organization has brought in over $50 million in sales. And just in the last one year, their team has brought in close to 8,000 new social marketers and over 114,000 new customers. And I mean, yeah, like obviously that's pretty dope, but what makes it extra cool is it was all online. Meltons have created multiple streams of income and at the same time, a picture perfect lifestyle, which you will learn was a difficult and challenging road. In this episode, you will learn how to take control of your time through outsourcing, why in business and marketing, money follows eyeballs, attraction marketing, and how to attract your ideal client or business prospect to you, how to get past your biggest enemy, AKA yourself. And of course, how to go from average to savage with your online marketing. Now, before we start, I must say, if you enjoy this podcast and want to support future conversations like these, please leave a positive review. It means a lot. So without further ado, let's jump into it. And we are live. Miss Nadia Melton, how are you doing? I am living the dream. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. The legend. Nadia, you said something to me once that impacted me so much. I I was always really close to John, your husband. And uh, John has been a huge, huge mentor in my life. And I remember I never really had too much time to to chat with you. Uh, I was always mostly with Mm -hmm. John. And I remember we had a dinner together and you sat next to me and you were talking about my business, your life and everything. And you said to me, I was like, Nadia, I feel like I don't go, I, I, I'm not sharing myself enough. Like I'm kind of scared to do live video, all these things. And you said, mm-hmm. Ian, you are being selfish by not sharing yourself with the world. That's right. 
And then I started doing Facebook Live and sharing myself with the world. And here I am smiling all these days later. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am telling you, you're one of my favorite people to watch on social media. Whether it's me being proactive and watching your stories and stuff, or John always has you on in the background. And I love the integration, right, of humor and your genius. And you're like the best. I am so grateful you did that. Please, this world would be less if you continued being selfish. Let's just say that. <laughs> and and it's, it's so crazy how many people out there right now that have yeah. amazing talents that they're holding back because they care so much what people are going to think, what people are going to say yeah. about it. What's your philosophy and thought process on people just sharing their, their inner voice, their content with the world, but they're scared to do it? Yeah. You know, it's like you got to really start it, this whole thing with baby steps because I know for most of us, right, I'm going to share a little bit of my story because I do think that when you find yourself in that place where you're between, as the American phrase goes, between the rock and the wall, how does it go? The hard place. When you're like the hard place, like basically when you're like your, your back is against the wall. So for me personally, right, six years ago, John and I found ourselves in a situation where we just lost vision, honestly, for network marketing because everything we did at the time was offline and we were driving all over God's green earth. Like we never put our kids to bed. And as a mother, I felt like a horrible human, right? But I also felt this responsibility of like, dude, like we need to generate income. Like I moved my family here from Russia. We got to make this thing happen. And because we were so frustrated, and for me personally, I go, dude, there's a chance. <laughs> if I don't figure this entrepreneurship out, I'm going to move back to Russia or something. Like I'm going to find somewhere else to live. But ultimately, this mentor told me, he goes, Nadia, in business and in marketing, money follows eyeballs. And if honestly, you're looking to reinvent the way that you're living right now and your lifestyle, you got to put yourself on video because you open yourself up to unlimited eyeballs, you guys. And are you building your business right now, belly to belly or belly to many? And for me, six years ago, it was belly to belly. So if I was not out there, I was not generating income, right? Same for John. So for me, I just had to, honestly, I, it was like a need, you know what I mean? It wasn't even like, oh my gosh, let me turn into this like social media influencer. Let me be like this godmother of opportunity and hope, you know, for me, I was like, dude, I got to provide for my kids and I got to get my sanity back. So it was out of that, that I pushed myself out there and it was so uncomfortable. I call it my first probably 500 videos. <laughs> it was a cardio session because I sweated so much. It was so uncomfortable. So if you're watching this right now, you know, there's something inside of you that needs to get out. It's like you're nine and a half months pregnant and you're like so uncomfortable and you're so information constipation and then you go dude i gotta release right and it's not about perfection but it is about just starting to put yourself out there right and doing maybe an interview or you know going live or even starting out seriously the heck is doing stories oh my gosh those are so easy like 15 seconds at a time just start releasing your genius and i promise you all the time you're gonna look back and be like wow 
this is pretty awesome. Well, people don't, I feel like people don't believe that there was a time where Nadia Melton wasn't Nadia Melton, who she is today. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I almost find it hard to believe because you are such a natural and you've been doing this what feels like so long, but really, yeah. I, I just, just thinking about it in our own personal business, I know we work together on one venture. I mean, you guys have like 10 X your, your income in about five years. Uh, from yeah. where you guys were. And do you think a big yeah. testament is that is through getting yourself and putting yourself out there through live video? Oh, 100%. You know, like I, well, for me, I started in business at the age of 19. So that journey, right? It's it's sort of like once you're an entrepreneur, you guys, I swear, I think everybody should have a business, not even just to make money, but just to increase your skill set. And like your bandwidth, like how much you can take of this uncomfortable life. So early on, I just adopted, you know, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the more that you do that, the more success you create for you and everybody around you. You know what I mean? And I think like when the whole video thing and social media thing came about, it was so uncomfortable for me. And then I visualized, I think it's important that we visualize the right thing. And the visualization for me was, I go, I'm going to double task physical health (laughs) with this whole branding and marketing because it made me so uncomfortable and because my heart skipped so many beats and I sweat so much, I don't even think I need to do any detoxing because (laughs) of my lifestyle today, you know? So getting yourself out there, putting yourself out there, you, you went through this huge breakthrough in your life that you took yourself from being on the sidelines to being active in everyone's news feed, getting yourself out there, putting mm-hmm. yourself out there. After you got there and you're doing like the daily stuff, because there's a lot of people now that have figured that component out, that they are putting themselves yeah. on lives. They are putting content out, but yet they still feel like they're not getting it to the next level. Do you think there was a certain breakthrough that once you start putting yourself out there, that takes you from yeah. maybe just like the average person in the new savage to average is savage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good oh my gosh Ian, that's a genius question because there's now so much noise on social media right it's a blessing and a curse like we live at such a time where you could be at home you can go live you can project but you also realize that you know because anybody can do it it's now becoming a commodity right? And anytime a marketplace is now a commodity, you really got to bring some elevated strategy, elevated mindset to it. And also, I do want to say that nowadays, you do not need to have a million followers on social media to create a seven-figure business. You don't. So I think the mindset shift maybe that all of us can begin to adapt nowadays is that if you build true fans, and all you need is a thousand true fans. Have you read that article? A thousand true fans. You guys, Google this article, right? And essentially, this guy did this, you know, research or whatever. And the the point is, is you don't need to have a million true fans. If you have a thousand true fans, they love you. They'll buy anything you put out there. They'll follow you, whatever. You'll have a six-figure business if you build a relationship with them, right? So what happens is this, A, you need to show up consistently, right? If you want to 
like you know make the algorithm your best friend you know consistency is where it's at so you can be on one day and off for the next seven days you got to show up consistently honestly that has been the secret for success for me and john because we just continue to show up consistently but we also continue to evolve we also go dude like yes we're showing up yes we have value yes we're now comfortable with video but now let's think about can we be strategic in aligning ourselves with exposure agents you guys exposure agents for your brand so i want you to think about who are top three to five people in your niche in your topic that you're really passionate about that have bigger following than you that you can reach out to them and you know find ways to bring them value and not that you go hey like let me like bring you value and then you put me on your podcast or you know you expose me to the network but what happens is that if you're valuable to an influencer in your space chances are they're going to turn around and go hey you know what i'd love to feature you here or i'd love for you to do this inside my community right so i think elevating the strategy too of yeah i'm going to hustle i'm going to be consistent i'm going to innovate i'm going to bring the joy i'm also going to right um reach out to people and align myself with people because one head is good but two are better and three are even better than one or two <laughs> <laughs> wow wow and it seems like the, the one of the biggest uh what would you say the progression goes when yeah. someone's becoming an online marketer because everyone wants to like people see the excitement of being an online marketer i know you yeah. it creates such fear of loss inside someone's head when they find out someone's generating leads online and they think oh my gosh i can't build my business if i'm not doing that which isn't necessarily yeah. true but sometimes it creates analysis paralysis and then they stop yeah. working because they think that they're so far behind what do you think yes. what do you think are like the absolute necessary steps for an entrepreneur like to have bases covered uh, mm -hmm. in terms of the first few steps is it starting a blog is it yeah. you might have already reset it talking about just pushing pushing out content is that what you would say yeah yeah so we got to focus on bringing the value to the marketplace but then let's talk about the how right like where should you show up and do that so because FOMO in the marketplace legit is it's there, right? And all of us, we struggle with comparitis. And trust me when I tell you, like we all have FOMO. We all have issues because new levels, new devils, right? So what happens is this. If you're just starting out, I recommend you choose one social media platform and you zoom in on that platform. That's what you got to do. For me personally, it was Facebook. Facebook became that you know that platform and i'm pretty sure like when i take a look back like when i dial it really back six years ago like we just were on all the new features right when facebook launched the live video we were there because before that we practiced with periscope right so you gotta master like whatever your conversation is whether it's podcasting whether it's video if you love to write maybe you do instagram you know now what's really popular on Instagram is like a blog post style um, post, you know what I mean? Where you have the picture, but then it's like this long story, you know what I mean? So choose your modality. And then we got to zoom in on that modality and you got to drive that, 
right? So the next step for me would be, okay, so if I'm going to show up consistently and I'm going to showcase the value, you also recognize that you're running a business. You're not running a charity, right? So you got to be strategic with your CTAs and maybe follow the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time, it's just value, but 20% of the time, you can show up and nonchalantly, right, raise their eyebrow. Hey, by the way, the product that I've been using for this does da 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 da. And if you want to know what it is or my recommendations for XYZ, send me a private message. Like that's how we started, right? When it comes to lead generation, all you got to do is identify the people that raise their hand, that go, yes, ding, 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 over here. I'd like to know more information, please, and get them to reach out to you. And then we believe once a week, you should definitely do like a direct post, like a direct promotion of whatever product or business that you're doing. But I'm a believer that you don't disclose the name. You don't tell them the end into the movie, right? How many of you guys watched GOT, right? It's like a craze now. It's a craze. My husband was obsessed. And you know, by default, some things that taught, some things that caught, so kind of rubbed up on me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen at the end, whatever. You got to take a look at your marketing and the business you're building the same way that you don't want to show up and tell them the ending before they see the whole whatever, right? So, um, so to answer the question, right, is value strategy with curiosity marketing, and then be generating leads initially manually until you get the foundation down and then you can fancy it up and you could do something like an email service provider where you could be capturing names and emails. You can maybe create like a giveaway that people now have to put their name and email address. You know what I mean? And now you're going to really automate this lead generation process. But in the beginning, you guys, we got to start crawling before we can run. We got to start crawling before we can run. And mm. seems like seems like we've been running this. This team has been running inside of our mm -hmm. personal business. Things have been insane, which has been amazing. And I think a lot of that has to do with this whole curiosity marketing wave. I know yeah. we were both, we met in a previous company, Vima. Uh, we had BK Bareko on this story. It's an incredible story. Insane yeah. what happened with it. Yeah. More to come from that. There's uh, just, a, just an amazing story. But things have changed big time. It went from, yeah. you know, in direct sales, particularly, you know, the old school way of building, which is inside of people's homes, talking, chatting, and it's exhausting, uh, to now building this business online using curiosity yeah. marketing. Yeah. Posting a post that is easily duplicatable that gets 40 to 50 leads. Yeah doing that all over. Do you think that curiosity marketing has made it so much more possible for the average person to be able to build mm -hmm. an online business more than ever before? Oh my gosh, of course. And you know this, you guys have been crushing it. And you know what I love is that there's, you can choose the modality for your curiosity marketing. Like I feel like over the last couple of years we evolved, right? Because we used to teach, well, we used to, we teach the 3DW Facebook Live launch formula, where basically when you get started in your business or you get started with the product, it's kind of like you open up a restaurant, right? So if you open up a restaurant, it's probably a good idea to have a grand opening and you would invite everybody that you know to come out, check out your new restaurant. And you wouldn't prejudge. You wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? My friend Susie, she's a vegetarian. 
better not invite her or these guys over here, they're not into this organic eating, right? You would just invite everybody. And so the concept behind curiosity marketing is like, hey, go live on Facebook. You know what I mean? Announce to the world, this is the business. Again, without saying the name, without being all features, 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 right? But over the last couple of years, we noticed, you know what? There's some people, you know, that start a business and they go, I, it's not my jam. You know, I don't feel comfortable going live. I'm not Ian over here, like super likable and smiley. And he loves to talk and he loves to project. And it's like very contagious, right? For me, I'd rather just write and then take a picture. And so with school now, I feel like curiosity marketing has evolved and it's so hot it's kind of like the new orange if you know what i'm saying because you can show up on instagram you can show up on youtube you can show up on facebook and you can bring your own spin of showcasing the value sharing the reason why you got started right and then peaking the interest of hey like if you'd like to know more send me a message like it's the most genius way to get the message out there i think what do you think is like the next evolution inside mm -hmm. of this curiosity marketing like if you were to look at the past five six chapters of the newest ages of, of getting your message out what do you think is yeah. going to happen that hasn't yet arrived yet that you're ex potentially excited about all right oh should i pull pull an elon musk right <laughs> on this one because here's what's cool right is when i look back when we started to build our network marketing business it was all the concept was okay the way to never run out of warm market is to be doing tap rooting right so if i bring ian into the business and i go ian here's what we're gonna do is you're gonna have a grand opening in your living room you're gonna invite everybody and then people come out and then we then go meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting right so if we were to take a look at that way of building the the mindset of just you're building through warm market. So how do we build that to social media? And we're already doing it through what we call the customer referral posts, right? So if I right now get started in my business and I only, let's call it, have 500 friends on Facebook and I do a curiosity post launching my business and that could be either a post or Facebook Live, right? Anytime you go live, that's just going to be better because they say one minute of video equals one million words, right? Okay. So now I attract some people to me and some people get started as customers. And let's say now I go to the customers and I go, hey, Susie, you're loving the product. Hey, how about if you can post this curiosity post on your timeline, you tag me. So any leads that come in through that, I'll sort through the leads. I'll add tag message them, right? So that's the system that we use with the secret Facebook groups. And then you get the credits. So that's is already being employed and it's working so beautifully. And we have people that literally grew their network from a couple hundred friends to now thousands and thousands of friends through somebody else's warm market. So I think the next level would be that, but like on steroids, I'm unsure what that looks like, but you know, we shall get there. Yeah, that'd be but probably like with a little more like automation, right? Like maybe with like a bot, like there's, there's so many cool things you guys with the technology, the way that it can all engage, but 
you know, the human connection, it's never going to go like all of us are network marketing, right? Whether you are or you're not in network marketing, but ultimately you're networking through people to market a product, idea, a startup, whatever. It's all about a network, human connection. But now how do we integrate it with the most available technology, but still keep the network and the connection? Like that's the piece that super cool like that's where the innovation is right yeah that, that looks that just seems super powerful and real that's a very real opportunity for an entrepreneur that wants to go build out mm -hmm. that software and figure out that piece because that would be something everyone would use and you, you mm -hmm. talked about making it so that when people give value to someone they're making it so that you, you as the distributor or you as the person who owns the business is going to do all the manual labor and you're making it a very easy task for these customers I think mm -hmm. I watched a training by Bob Heilig once about sharing your business with you know, large influencers, business owners, or whatever. And he talked yeah. about the idea that you need to make it so that you're offering them a service that doesn't require their time. And if you can yes. show that it doesn't require that time, you just open up a yeah. whole new wheel in their, in their mind and they now all yeah. of a sudden it becomes value. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. Because if somebody is an influencer, right? The most precious commodity is time for them, but for you, it's their warm market, right? So if you can find a way to you partner up where you're bringing them the value, like let's say they can monetize, they can get the free credits, they can get the free products, they can get whatever, but then you do all of the hard lifting so they don't have to that's where the magic comes in. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And I want to kind of shift the, the, the subject to more like in general, happiness and fulfillment through this entrepreneur lifestyle. Now, one thing that's great about following John and Nadia Melton is they're just always just woo, like their, their <laughs> marriage is just always fire and fierce. Like you, uh, either, you guys, either you guys put on the greatest show in the planet or like, damn, you guys got something going on. And it seems like because you guys are both so passionate about life and you both are very, you're doing stuff with your life. You're not depending on yeah. each other. You're both independent business owners that happen to be married mm -hmm. together. And it's just very exciting because you, you're so fulfilled and happy. Do you think that by getting into entrepreneurship, like, are you a much happier fulfilled person today than you were say six years ago? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think for, I mean, for John and I, we met each other. We were such hot messes, right? If anybody can relate to this, but network marketing for us, the personal development piece really was the foundation to us building the marriage that we have today, grooming the kids in the way that we groom them today, raising up, and really scaling our businesses, right? But it's really true. I think six years ago, the lesson that I got was, you know, it's not about how much money you make, it's how you make your money. And I have met some very successful people, like people that have all this money, but they're like, their marriage is a hot mess. Their kids don't want to talk to them. You know what I mean? They're totally not fit and feel super unhealthy to me. That is not success, right? So I think this whole conversation of the happy and like the balance, I mean, the truth is you're never going to be in balance. The whole act of you just walking, <laughs> when you take a step, your body goes out of balance, right? So what we've learned over the last six years, especially Ian, is just 
how can we take things off of our plate as an entrepreneur that doesn't take our talents, right? I think as an entrepreneur, we are all, we suffer with the superhero syndrome, right? And the superhero syndrome is, hey, I can do it all. And what I've learned is, after burning myself out so many times, is you can have it all, but you cannot do it all, especially if you have a marriage, especially if you have kids and a dog and you're trying to look somewhat presentable because you, re <laughs> you realize that you can sell the dream looking like a nightmare, right? So when it comes to the marriage, the happiness, the business is how can we take some stuff off of your plate so you can really focus on the things that matter? Because at the end of your life, you're not going to look back and be like, man, I should have done more blog posts. I should have done more episodes. You're going to look back and be like, you know what? I should have taken more trips with my kids. Like, dude, my kids right now, it's crazy to me. They're 14 and 10. Like Dylan is turning 15 in a couple of months, you guys. I'm freaking out. I know I don't look it, right? <laughs> but dude, like we only have three more years with Dylan and that's it. So like this year for me, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really dialing down on what I'm doing in the business. I'm only focused on the essential things that I that nobody else can do because it requires my talent in the business, right? But I've been beefing up our virtual team, our back end, so I can spend so much time with my kids. I mean, that's really what it's all about. And John, I tell him, I'm like, baby, you're so lucky. You have the best wife. <laughs> but the truth is, you know, that was for sure a divine appointment. I love him so much. Right. No, that's true. It's it's, it's the whole equation, right? Yeah. I think a lot of the times we're always chasing the cash flow because, you know, that seems mm. to be the most obvious component, but not being able to master all those other aspects of your life can lead towards mm -hmm. utter destruction, even with all the cash flow in the world. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's better to cry in a, in a Tesla than it is in a Prius. <laughs> but at the same time, this is right. I, I think there's a funny quote. It's like, have you ever seen someone sad on a, on a jet ski? Like, no. I <laughs> know. That's so true. Um, I remember you said something to the twins once, uh, or you said it online. You're saying that you needed to outsource joy in some way, shape, or form. And that's what led to your puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so true. You guys, if you're a little bit like, you know, in the dumpster, you just get a cockapoo. You should see him. Like I like, he just like is sitting here supporting me. Hi buddy. Oh. My baby. He just got a haircut yesterday. So, you know, you just gotta like every day, right? We gotta be chasing the feeling. Like for so many years, I'd be like chasing, Ooh, to-do list. Okay. I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. And you know what I found when you chase how you want to feel through building your business? Because as you know, the roller coaster, that emotional roller coaster, we all go through it, you know? And if you don't manage the emotion that you attach to your income producing activities, here's another big reason why so many people don't really make a whole lot of money and don't succeed as an entrepreneur because they take the daily method of operation and they take it as a chore, right? What I found is you cannot show up and do a live video and not bring your best and bring the energy and bring that spark in your eye because information without emotion is dead. Do you know what I mean? So it is about how happy are you when you attack your to-do list, 
Like, what is it that you're looking forward to every day that you go, oh my gosh, I'm going to crush this over here. I'm going to go do this over here with the kids or the dog or the husband. Or I'm going to travel or I'm going to, for the next three months or in the next 90 days, I'm going to go on the run. I'm going to hit this goal. And then you got to reward yourself. You know what I mean? You got to have the champagne moment. You got to have the spa appointment. You got to go after those goals, but you cannot forget to reward yourself from being so far outside of your comfort zone that it makes other people cringe. So you're training yourself to conquer your own goals because when you conquer your own goals, it's yeah. like training yourself as a dog. You get a treat every single oh. time. And dogs are the That's happiest right. creatures on earth. So let's go dog That's mode. Right. And I know you mentioned your daily method of operations. Uh, yeah. Has that changed a lot over the years? Like I, I know I, something I really admire is I believe it was Jeff Bezos he was talking about how he gets so much done in such little time. And basically the idea is doing a brain dump of all the tasks you need to do for the day mm -hmm. to write out everything, yeah. whether it be something yeah. large, like, uh, you know, building a course from scratch, yada, yada, or two, picking up the kids from work. And then he thinks, yeah. what are the top three things I could do that would have the biggest spillover effect on all of the other tasks? How has mm -hmm. your kind of daily methods of operations changed over the, over the years? And is there anything that if you don't do, I don't care how happy you are and how fulfilled you are, you feel like the day was a wreck? Yeah, no, that's such a good question. I love it. Um, yeah, no, that's what I do. The whole brain dump is, and this is how I, like I hired my virtual team as well. So a couple of years ago, I burnt myself out yet again. And I felt like it was God again, like kind of hit me on the head to teach me a lesson that, hey, you can, you can have it all. You just cannot do it all. And it's, it was costing, you know, my happiness level, right? So, and a good example is like, you know, when you get your taxes done once a year as an entrepreneur. So I used to do all of the bookkeeping in, like I almost died. I don't know how I made it through so many years. And what I would do is I would lock myself into the office for like two to three weeks, like usually February dash March. And I would turn into like this bitch and God forbid somebody came across my path. If I was doing it, like it was horrible, right? Anyway, so I ended up hiring a bookkeeper, which if you as an entrepreneur don't have one, this would be my first hire, right? And when I brought on this bookkeeper, it was really interesting what happened, the transition, because when you take another pair of eyeballs and now they're focused on this area in your business that doesn't bring you joy, it steals joy from you, but it's an important component, finances, right? And because we brought her on and then we started to strategize about our business setup and how the money was coming in, where it was going, like some things that were so under-optimized. And within, I want to say, 15 months of bringing her on, we went from doing a couple hundred thousand dollars in revenue to breaking into multiple seven figures. Okay. So it was like this domino effect. And it was so epic, right? And, and the lesson there is, you know, God, as you know, for those of us that believe in higher power, I mean, how can you be trusted with more money in your business if your back end right now is a hot mess? You'll only be blessed with more income, more finances once you get the stuff you are in charge of right now, 
the territory you govern now, you have that optimized, right? So anyway, so back to DMO, right? <laughs> so what I did was I, that kind of started me on the path of, okay, oh my gosh, if I can bring on somebody else that can handle this piece that steals joy for me, that doesn't take my talent, whatever, what else can we do? And little by little, I took myself out of those tedious activities that are admin type, bookkeeping type, um, you know what I mean? Like video editing stuff for so many years, I would edit my own videos. And do you know, I sold myself on the idea, Ian, that I love doing it because I'm a perfectionist. Really, truthfully, what was going on, it was still in my energy because you know, you have sensitive ears and we are our own worst critic. And it actually would set me into the mindset of like, oh my gosh, I got to do all this self-improvement before I go do another video because I hate the way I say, um, or, mm, right. So it's good and bad. Yeah. So nowadays I only do activities that nobody else can do. Same philosophy that you just shared and I outsource everything else. Um, yeah, that must be that. That must bring so much joy. It's like the idea of I forgot what the book is, but of the I think Japanese lady who wrote a book about um, clutter in your house. And yeah. if you have too much clutter in your house, there's a lot mm. of things inside of your house that don't make you happy. And the idea is you put everything in the center of the room, and yeah. dependent on you look at every every single thing and basically say, does this make me happy? Does do I love mm-hmm. this? And if I don't love it, get rid of it. Same concept for yeah. every day. Like if you yeah. pissing you off, then you gotta you gotta stop. Whether that be a person, yeah. whether that be an activity, whether that be a coworker, you gotta yeah. you gotta figure it out and get out of that that zone and go back to that inner child of you who just wakes mm-hmm. up joyous, doing what you love every single day. Which seems that you know you're a picture perfect inner child, you know, little mm-hmm. Russian girl just living a dream. Oh my gosh. Well, please let us not be so like optimistic. I mean, we still have drama and things that happen, right? But do you know the movie Bruce Almighty? Uh, Have you seen it? Oh, I love that movie. And do you know what's crazy? Like whenever like things, like sometimes I have moments, I'm like everything I touch turns to crap. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever had those moments? And it's like, nothing is going my way. And there's a, there's a part in that movie, Bruce Almighty, where he messes up, right? Because now he's God and he's running the world and all these things and everything falls apart. And he goes to see, oh my gosh, what is his name? The, the main character. Morgan the Freeman. Main guy, Morgan Freeman. And he hands him the broom and they start washing the floors, right? Like you said, if there's clutter on your desk, it usually means there's clutter in your brain. If your house is a mess, if your kids are hungry, your brain is going to be a mess, right? And sometimes the best thing we can do when like nothing is going your way is just go and like just clean your desk. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Organize your closet because once you tighten that up, like for me, oh, sometimes I like to take a drive because you know, like when you listen to so much stuff and like you go, you have so much brewing in your head. I am telling you, there is something magical when you get in your car and you drive. I feel like my brain, when I drive, it compartmentalizes all of my thoughts. And when I'm done, I'm like, it's that clarity, right? Or doing the brain dump. 
and then you circle one, two, three, like I just got to focus on these things. But the energy you bring to everything is going to be the secret to success. In order for you to reach that next level of success, you got to up your energy. Yeah. And that for me started with deleting activities, deleting people, deleting things out of my life that stole my energy. Like I think we really have to be obnoxious about our energy levels and really monitoring what steals from it, what gives to it. And then we got to do more of what's good and eliminate the stuff that, you know, is an energy zapper. Yeah. And it seems like people that have done personal development for a longer period of time and that have had more experiences are just able to get over things faster, you know, yeah. instead of dwelling on it for a day or a week mm. or a month, it's like, okay, I'm going to compartmentalize two hours to just be pissed yeah. or 20 yeah. minutes. Right. I think someone yeah. else said that on the podcast and then I'm just going to get over it. Uh, I, I heard about this one method called the ABC method. I don't know if you ever heard about it, but it's like Ooh, in any mm -hmm. small little moment of your life, there's something that's pissing you off. Uh, 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 maybe, you know, you spilt, you broke something you love or, you know, you crash your car or you get a ding and something just happens that ticks you off. It's the ABC method. Number one, acceptance. Accept the fact that you're upset. Accept the fact that you're mm. pissed. Accept the fact that you're ticked off. Accept the fact that this is unfair. B, take a breath breathe take a deep breath relax Cut. and then yes. last is c what would the ceo if you were the ceo of your life what would they say looking down on you would be the most mm. effective way to deal with your situation and it's really powerful so to good. think about because it's like good. so many times yeah. we're caught in ego and emotion that drives you yeah yeah we get so stuck in it and we get drowned in it and the next thing you know we're, yeah. we haven't done anything productive whatsoever so it's like being, it's so true. being the CEO of your life, I feel like has the opportunity to bring much more happiness than not being the CEO. But yeah. at the same time, it can also work the other way. Like you said, if you don't have your house For in sure. order, if you don't have your spouse in order, if you don't yeah. have your kids in order, you could be the most loaded human ever, but your life's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so good. I'm going to call that formula ABC from going from emotion to logic. One thing I learned a long time ago, you can either be emotional or you can be logical. You cannot be both. So when you do get mad, right, or you created your live video, like how many of you have ever done this, where you did an interview or you just spoke on stage or you did something that was really uncomfortable for you, right? And then the first thought usually is like, oh my gosh, I could have done this better, right? And then if you don't learn to snap yourself out of the emotion into logic, you're going to be riding that roller coaster like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> and then you're going to jump off that roller coaster because, dude, how long can you really handle the drama of it all, right? So but what happens is if you do not control the second thought, right? You, can, you cannot control the first, but you can control the second thought. And then you snap yourself into the positive thinking and know that the negative thoughts, the negative voices in your head, they're not you and they're not true. So I think discerning really like, okay, are these voices me? Is this like higher power? Like you said, CEO of your life, like that bird's eye view conversation that's speaking life into you? Or are those negative thoughts like tearing you down and focusing on all the things you could have done better? right? So that discernment, I love the ABC, go from emotion to logic, 
That's so good. It's cool how you just Love decluttered that. that theory and put a label to mm-hmm. it. Very powerful. That's cool. And I'm, I'm interested to hear your perspective on, this is something that I think is very powerful for anybody listening to, for anyone that's yeah. achieved any sort of success, because what's the fastest way to learn is to learn from someone who's already done it and to mm-hmm. learn from them and learn from their mistakes, even though sometimes you could be told not what to do a thousand times, but you still end up doing it. And then you're like, why did I do it? They told me not yeah. to. But you got to learn by yourself sometimes. <laughs> it's just the way it is. But if yeah. you were to look back at your life and you kind of hit on it already, uh, going back six years ago with doing live video and yeah. social media and stuff like that. If you could go back in your life, say 10 years ago, um, your, yeah. your kids are, I believe Dylan would be five, uh, five like four, four, yeah, five. Four. And, mm-hmm. and Christina's not even born yet. Um, yeah. What would be maybe three things that if you could have told yourself 10 years from now, you're like, listen, Nadia, I got like three minutes, girl. This is me and the yeah. future you. Don't do yeah. A, B, and C and focus on this. And it'll save you a ton mm-hmm. of time, money, and yeah. maybe just personal headache. What would you think? Oh, that's a really good question, Ian. That's so good. I think we should all ask ourselves that question, first of all. So the first thing that comes to me, I would, I would say it's all going to work itself out right? It always does. Like it always, always does. The second thing is life happens for you, not to you. I think I wish I would have learned that lesson so much sooner, right? Because having that elevated mindset of, oh man, like, you know, like with what happened with Bima, like it's hard not to get into that mindset of, oh my gosh, like I was in the role and I was like building this business and then like it fell apart. And then by default, as you know, everything in the universe goes towards disorder. Like if you don't clean your room, it gets dirty, right? Like that's just the flow of the universe, the gravity of it all. So I think if we can elevate ourselves to say, okay, that is, you know, when people leave you, it's, they didn't leave you. God removed them from your life, right? The opportunity didn't, whatever, like God is removing things that are only okay to bless you with better things. So life is always working in your favor. And that's where they see your mindset that ABC formula is really powerful. So that would be number two. And number three, oh, this is a good one. I would say hire faster. Like I wish I would have started building the team that we have today way before. And before this interview, this is, Ian, I told you, like you got to bring on help, right? Because your message is too valuable to not have more people help you take it further. You got to have more bandwidth. Yeah, before right before we started this Zoom, um, I jumped on the call with Nadia and she just said, listen, Ian, you got to do A, B, C, D. And I was like, God, Nadia. I was like, you're right. Everything you're saying yeah. is right. And mm-hmm. it's so important because we do get caught up in wanting to do everything perfect. And we do get yeah. caught up in thinking that we're the only ones that can do it. And until mm-hmm. you're able to manage people and manage time and manage tasks and be a good mm-hmm. project manager in general, you're never going to be able to have that, that burden off your shoulder to go and do the yeah. speaking and go and do the, the podcast and go and build your blog and go and build your online business. Yeah. So all that's super, very, very powerful. And I like to try to be real with everyone because this is a lesson. You know, everyone that's been with us since episode number one, like we're growing every single day. Every single time we get to rub shoulders with people like Nadia 
with people like, you know, Shane Moran or BK Bareko or anyone mm -hmm. that is doing something amazing with their life or has done something, have a crazy experience. We remember that, hey, life is crazy. Life is nuts. Things like we're humans. <laughs> like we, things happen really yeah. up all the time. Just look at nature. Yeah. Pretty scary. Yeah. It's pretty scary when you see what happens in the <laughs> next time you look at a crow eating some other bird on the street. Yeah. Like, Yo, dude, yeah. It's okay. Mm. But the thing is, is the tribe's gonna help us get through. I don't know. I got a little grotesque there, my bad. I love that. No, that was so good. I wish that was like on repeat. Like we gotta have a clip of that, Ian, that 20 seconds where we can play it over and over and over again because it's true, you know, like a lot of times we don't need more personal development. We just need to remind ourselves the stuff that we already know, right? And to sell ourselves on the concept of, dude, like you only have one life. So stop living every day like you get to do it again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, oh, hang on. Oh, my phone just said batteries low. Your energy is overwhelming my realm <laughs> in a good way. I love it. No, that was so good. Yeah, I agree. It's true. And it's true that we always got to constantly surround ourselves with people that get us out of those yes. funks faster. Mm, yes. I, I realized yes. yesterday I, I had this moment where I was like upset for like almost two hours. And I was like ticked off about this situation that I was making worse in my head. Like, I think a lot of people are like that. And yeah. then I realized, wow, I just got to like not spend time with that person. That's, it wasn't me. It was just like yeah. that person just like, almost like caused like a, this is an aggressive mm. way of saying it, but a cancer in my mind. Right. Oh no. So you can't hang oh, out no. with those toxic people, people no. that build and just like, you know, impregnate yeah. your mind with beautiful, happy babies. Yeah. And it goes to the person right now that is we're currently on the edge of making a huge breakthrough in their life. Currently, they're working a job. They absolutely you know, are crushing it in. They're making a great salary. They have a great lifestyle. You know, life's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. But at the end of the day, they are still sort of, in a sense, a slave to something that doesn't bring them complete joy. Mm -hmm. And they just feel like they're not putting out all of their value into the world. They're not being a value creator. They're creating value for someone else. In the back yeah. of their mind, they want to step out and do something amazing or that person that's just working a job they hate they feel suffocated they're not making enough money their health's yeah. done things are bad and they want to take that step into building that blog joining that business being their own entrepreneur they look at you they're like okay this is it this is the time this is the time i yeah. changed my life what would you say to that person that's right on the cusp of jumping into entrepreneurship for the first time yes well first of all my belief is listen to this you gotta start with gratitude like you just do, right? Because sometimes we tend to focus, oh, like I have a job and I don't have much time or I really hate my job and it's still in my energy and I can't really do all these different things, right? Because this interview, Ian, was epic and there's so many good ideas, right? And what I found is if you allow your brain to run you, you're not going to get anywhere fast. So whenever the overwhelmed kids or, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do it. The truth is you can, you got to start with, I'm so grateful that I am in this gorgeous opportunity. I have money coming in in my job and I can do something to start creating momentum. So what I've learned is you, whenever you feel like jazzed, you know, like when you hang out with somebody, like this is why I swear, I hang out with people that are visionaries and 
Like I've been in masterminds for the last three years because I want to hang out with people that are doing so many big things because I then get enthused, energized, and I go, dude, I got to implement something right now. So the key is you implement when you're in momentum energetically. So you're listening to this right now, you're watching this on YouTube, and there's an idea that came to your mind, you have to instantly implement. And that's going to be your secret to success. You have to avoid information constipation. And the whole life from the pit of hell is, oh, hey, that's a really good idea. I'm going to implement it tomorrow. Listen, no, you won't. You will not implement anything tomorrow because tomorrow is going to have its own obstacles. You know what I mean? So you hear, you implement, and yes, you start your day with gratitude. You can do something. You can't do everything, but you can do something. And I'm going to guilt you into it. How many people are going to lose if you don't figure this out? Like there's Ooh. people out there right now that are praying for you to figure it out. And listen, you may, the loser thought that may be in your head right now, well, Ian is already doing it. He's crushing it. You clearly have some stuff going on. Listen, we cannot reach the people that you were meant to reach. So you got to do something. There's everything inside of you already for you to take it to that next level. You just have to trust your God, give yourself grace, ask for help. And I promise you, you will figure this out. You know, there's a lot of major keys I'd like to talk about, but you mentioned gratitude. And I will say mm -hmm. for anyone that struggles with sleep, sometimes I struggle with sleep because of multiple issues. You know, our minds are running around and we live in mm. technological world where we're, we're bombarded Stimulated by this. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're machines. Um, this has really helped me. And it's this, what you do is you do the A through Zs. And every time you go through a letter, you say something you're grateful for. I love that. I've done this every night and it's legit. I'm sleep by like Jay. Oh, that's so cool. Hey, I I'm, love that. I'm going to teach it to my kids. See, instant implementation. I love. Okay. It, yeah. It's just, it's so powerful. A, I'm so happy for Toby. B, I'm so thankful for my oh. business. C, I'm so thankful that I have health. D, I'm so thankful I have vision. Before you know oh. it, you're like, you're just like, huh, huh. yeah. And that's good. And you're ending on the right note. That's so good. So with that said, Nadia, as always, your friendship, I appreciate so much. Your mentorship is beyond words. You've mm -hmm. impacted so many people in my life and have been a huge impact to so many people I love and care about lives too. And you know, you know, you're doing something that's just real, really real. And yes. the same time you're crushing it. Life is phenomenal. <laughs> So with Thank that said, you. how can people get more Nadia Melton if they want to follow you, hear the journey, or follow My Lifestyle Academy? Yeah, you just, you know, search Nadia Melton and Google and it'll come up. My team is awesome. They SEO'd us all over the place. SEO, baby. All right. With that said, <laughs> Hakuna Matata, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Ian. You're the best. Keep doing your thing. We love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.